0: This podcast explores explicit and adult-themed content. If discussions of sex or male bondage offend you, or you are under the age of 18, we request that you do not listen to this episode or any subsequent episodes of The Bondage Gaze. Furthermore, this episode includes topics that some listeners may find triggering or disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. By continuing to listen, you acknowledge that you are at least 18 years of age and are not offended by such topics.
1: All right, welcome back to the Bondage Gaze. I'm Nat. And I'm Sammy. And uh, we're still joined by Gaz. Hello. <laughs> and yeah, we're still continuing our stories of safety and bondage. All right, guys,
0: let's get into some of these US submitted stories. So the first submission comes from Ben, Aussie Leatherboy, whom you may recognize as the guy that I hung tied on my living room floor. <laughs> <laughs> He said, does a guy being a little bitch about tape
2: coming off count?
3: Um, no.
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> As people who are professionals in taking tape off of hair, suck it up. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no way of protecting the hair. I mean, you could put like masking tape or something really nice on first yeah. and then put the tape on top. But to me, I want the full kidnap, real experience. A kidnapper is not going to give a shit about upsetting your hair <laughs> or giving you a red mark. So, no, suck it up.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, well,
0: that's like Brandon says to me when I when I complain about how he does the tape. He's like, a kidnapper wouldn't ask,
1: is the tape even enough?
2: Exactly. It's true. It's true.
1: <laughs> so, no, it doesn't count. <laughs> (laughs) It doesn't Suck it up I I, I love how much People here Like marvel At how well I can take tape Like (laughs) I have hair I have a beard Like and yeah It's like And I take it off Almost like nothing And it's like Well I mean It's just
2: part of You know What we do Like I don't know
3: Yeah
2: You're so used To the sensation You're so used to it You're like Yep Sometimes just peeling it off If you stop Stop halfway When it's off That's worse You just have to keep going Mm, Yeah (laughs) And another thing is like my ability to stuff my mouth, <laughs> like it's impressive. Because
1: I, I guess most most guys would like get un- really uncomfortable or gag or something mm. if there's like a lot of stuffing or you know, or they could only have it for you know a couple minutes or something. And yeah, and they're always like amazed at like, wow, you had that for like an hour or something. And it's like, yeah,
2: it's fine. Yeah, I'm amazed. <laughs> I couldn't do it.
0: <laughs> what what's the most you can fit in your mouth?
2: I can't fit a lot in my mouth. No. Sounds like we're talking about something else But no And for me it's Again it's probably related to My last story that I'll tell But I like a small sock And if I have a big stuffing I could probably last 10 minutes with it
1: Okay Before
2: I then start getting a pain in my jaw But I don't mind a small sock stuffing Or I've not tried the sponge yet Which I'm quite happy to So yeah no And because I like to go long term For me comfort is kind of important Yeah Because I was gagged recently There was no stuffing Involved it was just a ridiculously Tight gag like so pulled Tight to the point where I actually got Blood vessels popped in my eyes And again as someone who has been Gagged many times for years that's never happened before mm. so when the guy left i was looking in the mirror i was like what the fuck is that in my eyes No, they didn't hurt yeah. but you know when you, your blood vessels pop it just looked weird i was like how am i going to tell people <laughs> how did that happen yeah. So i was just like i was just straining um i will not tell you what i was doing i was just straining so i think people just assumed i was straining in the bathroom or something i was just about to say, your your shit was too hard <laughs> oh my God. yeah little did they know it was because i was hogtied and pulled really tightly with tape on my mouth <laughs> And for me, I couldn't last that long And I was like, if I had said, you know, 10 minutes beforehand I might not have burst some blood vessels in my eyes But because you don't want to be that little bitch To be like, I need out because it's too tight it, Sometimes you just have to get out Yeah So we're just, I, like to go, I like to go as long as I can So for me, I like the tape to be tight I like the stuffing to be in But I don't want it to be the point where I'm in pain and I need out yeah.
0: And here I am chilling with two crew socks in my mouth
2: Well, I know. And then when I see what Nate and you and all that can handle, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so vanilla. I've got to say I had to really build up to that mm. Like originally
0: it was an ankle sock Then it was one crew sock Then now it's two It used to hurt Like it it would hurt a little bit in there mm. But then it, it worked to the point Where it didn't really hurt While I was doing it But then the day after My jaws would be really mm. fucking sore Which was also kind of good Because it was like Oh well that pain is like Memory of what was It remains <laughs> you Yeah But now it's not too bad And like the last time I had it in my mouth I was I don't know the, For the first time I was like Wow I can like feel Like every mm. little I can feel all this like Cottony feeling and yeah. I don't know it was it just added a new element to it it felt so good I think maybe my mouth was starting to tingle a bit but it also had this like almost orgasmic sensation just from the stuffing just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a lot of times
1: I'll be sore or I'll have had enough of the time but it's like oh, I don't want this gag off. Yeah <laughs> I was just going to say I'll never forget The time a dentist told me That I don't have gag reflexes <laughs> <laughs> And you're like Little do you know
3: I'm like oh I, I had no
1: idea <laughs> Lol So our next story Comes
0: from a viewer Who wishes to remain anonymous mm-hmm. So they say I tried to pick up a guy For the first time last week And I dropped him Thankfully I was only on my knees And luckily it was a slow fall to the bed But I felt so bad That I could have hurt him
2: Oh Okay
0: Accidents happen, like yeah.
2: Accidents do happen, and and it's how they recover from that situation that's important. Yeah. And again, when I tell my other story, it's it's related to to this as well. But as long as that dom and, and this guy in particular handled it well, and aftercare is important, then you know, like you say, accidents happen. You can do everything you can to protect. He was just very lucky that he fell on a bed.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, at least like now he knows to not, you know, okay, this is something that I can't do like you know yeah you learn you learn from it yeah so just moving on from it it's like okay like you know that scared the shit out of me that i could possibly hurt him let me you know not try that again yeah exactly
0: and the fact that he says i felt bad that i could have hurt him that just shows yeah you're gonna care about it exactly he could be like, "Oh, well, shit happens," yeah. but no, he's got the right attitude
3: about it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, so uh, this one is by uh, Kinky Night Twenty Five. Okay, so about four years ago, I had a local Dom with whom I had semi-regular session. Um, he mummified me on. a on a few occasions and our relationship and level of trust with each other was pretty good. Uh, we had established boundaries and limits in addition to talking about the things we both like to do in terms of kink. Um, on a one bonded session, he mummified me and made me give him head, which was great because I expressed interest in doing that prior. Um, at a later point in the session, he flipped me over face down and cut a hole in the tape over my ass crack. I thought he was going to use a plug or a vibrator on me at first. Um, I've had toys inserted in me in prior sessions, and it was something I was open to. However, instead of a toy, he put his dick inside of me while I was mummified, a thing which I had not consented to. My dom weighed much more than me, and I could not move at all under his weight, uh, much less because of the tape. He told me to uh, relax while he was going in, but I was not relaxed. In fact, it hurt and I was scared of what he was doing and what else he could do. I could only scream to stop to a point where he understood this was not what I wanted and he untaped me and let me go. Uh, that was the scariest bondage session I had, especially because he, he did something to my body that, that I didn't consent to. Needless to say, we don't see each other anymore. Um, I learned that you shouldn't assume that just because someone you're playing with consented to one thing doesn't mean you're free to interpret anything else they're willing to give consent to, um, especially in higher vulnerable situations where you're completely immobilized.
2: So this is probably the most serious story we got. Yeah. Yeah. This is basically rape. And it's interesting because we say about trust, but communication is hugely key. You need to discuss with the person you're playing with what you're willing to do and not do because that dom wrongly assumed he could you know fuck this guy without his consent yeah and probably didn't think he was doing anything wrong because he'd taken some stuff up his bum before and thought oh, well actually that means he's willing to do this and in that situation when you're a sub and you're moaning again if you've not got the right communication and signals with the guy you're playing with he would probably just assume you were enjoying it instead of you know if you had some sort of safe word or safe signal to stop yeah yeah that might not have gone that far But this As someone who's You know I've never experienced You know Sexual assault before But that That really got me And it's horrific That that happened uh, That happened to him But it's also It's not the first I've heard of something like that Yeah People assume If you're wanting to play with BDSM You're You're wanting that And it's It's so wrong And the guy should be I wouldn't say named in shame But the guy should be Held accountable Well Arrested <laughs> Yeah Yeah, it's 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 very difficult. I mean, I applaud that guy, you know, Kinky Knight for sharing that story because it's very brave, because it's it is horrific. Yeah. But under no circumstances Should that ever happen
0: Absolutely not No Yeah It is fucking key That you get consent Mm. Before you do anything
2: Yeah
1: Yeah like just Yeah like I mean Because the whole thing Could have been different If he would have just asked Like Yeah
0: like it's Asking something ahead of time Doesn't mean it's necessarily Going to happen Yeah But how hard is it to ask If he says no Then fine You know not to do it If he says yes Of course Cool it's on the cards It doesn't have to happen But it's an option You've got that consent You can't just Assume there's
2: consent Yeah But equally If you've consented To something before You can change your mind Oh okay. yeah You can be like Actually in this moment I'm not feeling this So you you give them The signal You give them The, the grunts Or whatever you've agreed To be your safe signal Or, or, or word And then they stop You know no matter what Hundred percent. But I can understand it's easier said than done In this situation the, You know the guy maybe froze And thought what was going on Sort of thing And it was scary for him mm. So I know it's easier said than done But this is what we took away from that story And what everyone should always be doing Is discussing their limits beforehand yeah. And not like what the guy said um, Assuming people's limits It's just really really awful And hopefully he Well he said he never saw him again But hopefully he's warned other people About this person Yeah
0: He did everything Like he didn't do anything That took Warranted. No. At all. Like the fault does not lie in him at all. Yeah. 100%. The dog should have obtained consent first. Yeah. It's fucking disgusting.
2: Yeah. A lot of the stories we got were, were you know, things that we've, we've all kind of experienced and, you know, you expect, but that one was very, very dark. But at the same time, it's important to say it because, you know, it, it does happen and it did happen and to make people aware of it. Yeah. That, you know, communication is key. And although you want to meet someone from recon, some people get off on doing something like that. And, you know, it's very, very important. Trust and know And do your research On the people you're meeting
3: Yeah Yeah If
0: that was me I would be okay with that But that's me I'm not anyone else And also I'd probably Only be doing it with my husband So that's a different Story there But you can't just assume You might think Oh well I know I'd like this So they would too No Every single person is different Everyone has their limits Yeah If someone has a limit That's their limit No exceptions
2: Yeah What he did was just 100% wrong Yeah So yeah The next story I was sent By a guy called Charles And he says I was me Making a video of me handcuffed behind my back for a dom in Norway while wearing boots and shorts. I was lying on my stomach and getting really into it when suddenly I heard one of the keys fall out of the holes. I leave them in so I can free myself easily. Then the second one fell out. After 15 minutes of fumbling around and failing, I had to walk into the kitchen to ask my two female housemates to free me. (laughs) Thankfully, I was fully clothed. Had I waited 10 minutes before, I would have been stuck for four hours. Thankfully, the girls bought my lie of it being practising an escape trick and gone wrong so again, I think a lot of people have probably experienced an element of self-bondage gone wrong. I think you have spoke about it on the podcast before. Yes. <laughs> when you're younger and you're experimenting, and you're like, oh, let's do some self-bondage. But I want it to be so realistic, I can't escape. And then when you can't escape, you shit yourself. <laughs> so yeah, there's, I expected a lot of stories like that one. So I wasn't surprised when I got that one in. <laughs> Props to Charles for coming up with that lie. <laughs> I know. I would have just been like, yeah, I'm kinky. <laughs> and selling it. Yeah, because if I was those girls, I wouldn't believe it. No. Be like, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but also we're horny fuckers, so we are automatically dirty-binded.
2: I mean who practices escapology escapology on their own. You'd have to be a bit stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would say don't leave handcuffs in the hole, handcuff keys in the holes. Or if
0: you do, leave one in the holes and yeah, have a second one. Somewhere where you can just grab it. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, so the next story may be familiar to our viewers. It was the story Shane shared on his episode. Let's have a listen. So, I told the guy
3: that I tied up, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out to my car, I'm going to get the nipple clamps and stuff, and stuff. So I go outside, get in my car, get the stuff, go to get back in, and the door was locked. Uh, apparently, he had a door, one of those doors that, even though the doorknob is locked, you can still turn the handle, so you think it's not locked. So I open the door, thinking, okay, and it, uh, it's one of those doors that shuts like right behind you. So I go out, and here, I am locked out of this guy's house, and I am hogtied and gagged in his face. So I start having to do a full on stealth mode and I start like perimetering his house trying to get in any window I could any door that I could and of course it's starting it's starting to get dark out so here I look like I'm trying to break and enter this guy's house no luck so I finally decide to shimmy myself between the, the bush out in the front of the house and the house itself because I had noticed, oh, there looks like a basement window. And I thought, maybe this might be one of those trusting suburbanites that, you know, leave those type of windows unlocked. So I'm like, no one's going to shoot me behind the bush. So I'm in there, and I hear him screaming for help. He got the ball gag out. And he's screaming for help, thinking that I left him. And I'm yelling at him like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm not that guy. I am here. I'm trying to get back in the house. So I was like, how do I get back in? And he starts screaming to me the code to his garage. And so then I start screaming it back to him, just like, okay, I want to make sure I hear this. So I'm yelling it back. And then it's like, what the hell are you doing, dude? You're like literally announcing to his neighborhood how to break in into this guy's house. So I finally get in. And I mean, the guy had, I mean, he really struggled to try to get out because he thought I left him. And so that, and we played, we joked around for, played for a couple more hours and joked around about it be cognizant of everything because i just yeah. think the door because even when the door shut behind me i thought oh no big deal i'll get right back in yeah not happening
0: so this is a good lesson for any dom is to just be aware of your surroundings don't leave the building. yes
2: again what, what we were saying earlier about a dom you know hurting themselves and, and and falling over or having a heart attack this is a similar situation but instead of not being able to to get up they couldn't get in <laughs> <laughs> so again another fear I, I was even surprised that like he said that they still played
1: after that like that, that like okay because the guy freaked out and I think started calling for help and, mm. and stuff like that Like and and then yeah and he was like okay I didn't leave you I'm trying to get you know I'm trying to get back into the building and then yeah and then I think he said when he got back that they still played
2: for a little bit so that's I know I, 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 I applaud that because <laughs> I would not be able to
1: <laughs> yeah because once I get into a headspace I'm like just no, like I, I don't wanna do this anymore. Like same, same.
0: I can understand it, I guess, because I agree, like once you're out of the headspace, you're out of the headspace. But also he's laying there whole time. There's that time period Where Shane's trying to get back Into the house And he knows Shane's trying To get back into the house So you're in that hogtie You know the there's no danger now Because yeah. he's going to get back in So I guess it could be You're in that hogtie It's easy enough To get back into that mindset
2: Yeah But I think Did he not say that He thought Shane had left him And that's why he was screaming yeah. Well he did But so at that point Yeah I'm sure he was out of it But then by the time Shane was like Hey dude I'm still here I'm So maybe that meant Put him back into the kind of Yeah I get yeah. that
0: Yeah that's what I'm thinking yeah. I don't know I don't know what was Going through this guy's head But that's how I can Rationalise
2: it But also When when Shane goes places norm, Nine times out of ten He's he's flew in Or travelled a long way To go So it would have been Quite bad to say Right the scene has ended Even though you've travelled All this way so Yeah Yeah that's very true
0: I don't think it's at least As bad as
2: A dog friggin
0: Having a heart attack Or falling asleep No yeah. Although you're locked out Look there is always Going to be a way You can get into a house Like that's
2: Well yeah you could have Yeah you would Eventually barrage in Or even if you had to phone someone Someone, you know, there was always a way back <laughs> Even if you had to break a fucking window Like, it's better than well, yeah Leaving
0: someone hogtied on the floor No, no if, <laughs> Absolute worst case scenario You smash a window and get in that way Yeah, agreed But at least Shane was resourceful And yeah. was like, shit, where can I get in? Yeah And it was just lucky that guy had a friggin' garage code I know <laughs> But I guess if you have a door that automatically locks You've probably got other kind of technology yeah. Stands to reason So Shane has also been kind enough to submit a few more, a couple more of his stories. So he was doing a scene in Chicago last month and the model really threw himself into it. Literally, he thrust himself off of the couch while he was squirming for the video and at one point struck his head against the wall divider, causing him to get a cut on his forehead. The look on his face when I noticed it and my jaw dropped and eyes widened. Like his reaction was caught on camera and we had to play through it. Oh,
2: so again, kind of what we spoke about before: accidents and bondage. Yeah. But this time that actual sub um, that's uh, something similar happened to me years ago that's just come into my head when I was reading that I was really young. I would have been 19 at the time and I was tied up and the guy was videoing me. I actually have this video somewhere. I need to find it and show you. And I'm jumping and I'm jumping and all of a sudden I don't don't realize there's the edge of the sofa beside me. So. I then fall on the sofa And then I fall And smash my head On a table Next to it And I'm so embarrassed You can hear me laughing And all of a sudden He's like Oh shit shit And then the camera stops Because he went to run And make sure I was okay But I was so embarrassed It did hurt like hell But I was like No that's fine it's fine and he got me out or whatever and I had a cut on my head but I was just downplaying it so much because I didn't want him to feel guilty yeah or I was so embarrassed because I was like one of my first times ever tied up and I was like trust me to fucking smash my head on a table
0: Yeah. I mean, this situation sounds fairly intense. I mean, sometimes when you have a genuine reaction, it is good for the camera.
3: Yeah, well, yeah,
0: it's good to get a genuine thing in the video.
2: But this one maybe a bit might be a bit too much. Yeah, when, when especially when there's an injury and blood is involved. Oh yeah, you know, it kind of takes you out of the scene a bit, and you're like, oh, should I should I be finding this hot? This doesn't this doesn't quite work for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think when it comes to broken skin and bleeding, that's where you draw the line. Yeah. Like when I was doing yeah. my hypnosis video and the plan. Was for Brandon To throw me down Under the ground While I was tied up And he did that But I fucking Smacked my head As I did it I uh, see <laughs> But we just went with it yeah. I didn't break the skin Or anything And I even used that In the promo I'm like yeah. Watch it 19 seconds in so Sound of me Cracking my head
2: <laughs> <laughs> But if you think about it What we do You know Bondage itself I mean it's dangerous yeah. You know We'll lose our balance You know We'll roll around We'll hit things If we're blindfolded It's part of the course And just luckily None of us have had That extreme you know, hospitalisation, shall we say? But yeah. I know what happened, and it just comes with comes with the job.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite part of that video is you can just, for a very split second, you can see Brandon just—he just pauses, like, "Oh fuck, what do
1: I do?" Yeah. But
0: then he goes back into dog mode and keeps the thing going, which I applaud him for. <laughs>
1: yeah good for him yeah no yeah it's funny because well, with, well because I kind of have I mean nothing happened really like well but yeah it's like, I have a story um, with Shane because for like one of the shoots um he posted the video on in, on Instagram on his story of me like kind of hopping across the, the hotel room you know I, I was uh, tied and uh, not gagged and then yeah like hopping across the room I mean all of that was fine and then but when I kind of got to the corner he told me to kind of make my way down to like the floor and I mean my my wrists were tied like in front of me like on my chest like that so I kind of like really had to like you know like maneuver myself between you know the the wall like on the corner to like get myself down and so I mean a few of those times I kind of bumped my head a little like on, on the sides but I mean yeah it was nothing painful or like really bad but yeah
2: <laughs> it's, it would have been so easy to fall that's that's yeah that's the thing when your feet are tied and you're hopping all it would take is just to lose your balance but again we know what we do when we're, we we sign up for for this <laughs> yeah 100 look as long as you come out of it in one piece even if yeah the pieces are a bit deformed <laughs> yeah subs live life on the edge <laughs> and laugh in the face of danger so shane also has a
0: story where he was the sub mm-hmm. there was a time a few years ago when a dude tied me to the weight rack in his room while it was a fun time the restrictive bondage coupled with not being hydrated enough caused me to get really dizzy and almost pass out he had to frantically Get me untied And sprawled me out On his bed
2: um, You find a lot of this time When people pass out A lot of the time It's because they're dehydrated Because it's one of those things You don't want to drink a lot Before you get tied up Because you don't want To have to pee mm-hmm. But it's a catch-22 situation Because again If you're not getting A lot of oxygen to your brain Because you're gagged A lot of the time And you've got restrictions With rope in your chest And everything yeah. Coupled with being de- dehydrated You hear a lot Like we've got a few stories Coming up where people End up passing out Or almost passing out Because again They just don't think at that you know how long they're going to be in it at the time, and yeah. all the elements that then caused you to pass out. You know, so he was lucky he didn't. But I think you've got a couple other stories where people actually have passed out. So it's, it's common. It's common, sadly.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of those things. You just got to deal with it. Like, make sure you drink enough water. Yeah. If you need to go to the bathroom,
2: like, go get a get a fucking bucket. Right? Like, honestly honestly. <laughs> <laughs> if you're into piss play even better.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Like don't obviously don't piss
0: yourself. And I know some people are into nappies, like so diapers. Yeah. I'm personally not. So I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Would, but if you need to go, you need to go.
2: But I've been in a situation where I've been taken to the toilet, you know, hopping, yeah. you know, tied up, and they've obviously taken my cock out and made me pee. Yeah. It took a while with stage fright and stuff, but again, it saved them <laughs> untieing me, on un- gagging me and redoing it. Yeah. So you can work it into the scene to make it horny. Yeah, Obviously, you don't want it to be hard trying to pee, otherwise it's going to hit the ceiling, but... <laughs> 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 It it could still Not take you so much Out of the scene That it has to Be a big pause And a big break Yeah
0: I mean better on the ceiling Than all over you So Well
2: You can clean it
0: up After the fact If it's on the ceiling You don't have to deal With it right now (laughs) But if you piss yourself Then you're laying in piss
2: Yeah true Not very comfortable (laughs) No no Not at all So
0: while we are on the topic of podcast guests and their stories, we're going to go a little bit further back and we're going to share some stories from Cody and Jackson, our lovely pups that joined us last year. So Jackson talked about a situation that he quotes, gets to make Cody look like a terrible person. So let's have a listen.
4: I get to make you look like a real terrible boyfriend now. Controversy. So. so from a sub point of view, it would be kind of a session and it was really it was a really impromptu session. And it we just got back from somewhere and like we were messing around at the bottom of the stairs and you tied me oh, to the Oh god, of the yeah. Oh my and, god. And choked me out. <laughs> I did. And like actually choked me to the point I'd passed out. To me, that's something that would really make me panic normally. And like in a normal situation I think at that point I was all Already quite tired, so you didn't have to do it a lot to choke me out. <laughs> you act like I try and choke you out all the time. <laughs> um,
0: guys, no, that, that, safety that. first, just remember
4: that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But that that was actually quite hot, despite being possibly something that you panicked about as well, to be honest. Well, I got you <laughs> safe before I had my panic. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever choke somebody like that while they were stood up. And I think that's the thing that was a benefit but also kind of the detriment in that case was that you know essentially i'd walked in we'd done an impromptu thing where i handcuffed jackson to the bottom of the 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 staircase because we got a pole at the bottom of the staircase that i just handcuffed him to and then just we went into this session kind of thing it was maybe what five ten seconds it wasn't much at all wow. um, i came in uh, you know we were just we were doing dirty talk kind of thing and i grabbed hold and he just dropped like a sack of shit so i immediately had to write unhandcuff, boom roll him on his side like recovery position kind of shit and i like let's, let's start tapping him on the face until he wakes up kind of kind of thing because he was he was breathing so i wasn't panicking to a crazy uh, amount but you know it was one of those things where holy shit he's fucking dead like <laughs> I, I have gone too far. You've got to love that they're able to laugh
0: laugh at it now. Yeah. Holy shit, he's fucking dead.
2: Well, yeah, the, the situation could have been a lot worse, but again, oh, yeah. you learn from your mistakes. You learn from these things, and they now know what their limits are and and what not to do. So yeah. And now Jackson has a story
0: that he can bring up whenever he needs some leverage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, remember that time you nearly choked me out? It'd be nice if the dishes were clean. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess you just gotta be careful
2: yeah especially if, when you're into certain things like like choking you've just got to, to know what you're doing
1: yeah look for the signs yeah like a- any sort of breath play like I feel like back when tumblr was more popular there's a lot more breath play stuff out there and I don't know there was a lot of breath play porn and then I remember one guy even like worrying that I was gonna like get into do something breath play and get into an accident and it's like that's like not even my thing really <laughs> like you, you don't have anything to worry about but I mean yeah like I mean it's a legit i
2: concern with oh my gosh yeah and when my mum found out that I was into kink one of the things she said please tell me you're not intre- into breath play and I was like no no don't worry I'm interested. I don't like The thought of you hitting a bag over your head or something I didn't tell her that I I had occasional like a hand Over my mouth and nose and some tape Over my nose and mouth i didn't tell her that or anything But um, that was her biggest concern Because you hear all these stories of people Who passed away or you know when bondage Or something goes wrong like extreme cases Where people have you know Asphyxiated you know during play So that's a huge concern that's why you don't See a lot of it now because Instagram will Ban it Twitter will ban it whereas Tumblr It was so much more easy to access it before That's why you don't see a lot of it now because it's Quite rightly flagged Wow
0: Yeah And look Sorry mum What you don't know what not hurt you
2: Well yeah I won't exactly tell her that
0: Yeah you're not going out there With a bag over your head You've got tape Which can easily be removed I'm assuming no one's Leaving you unattended Well
2: Well no And that's the thing I know a lot of people Who are into choking And you know Proper suffocation and stuff And again I'll never yuck someone yum. If that's for you Go for it But you mm-hmm. just have to be Really really careful And know what you're doing um, Because there's so many people I know who, who do it who are, who are not really Professional enough To be doing And I just, it concerns me And I'm like,
3: oh, yeah,
2: no, no, no Because you can, when you're doing breath play People don't realise if you take yourself To to that point where you're almost Going to pass out, your chance of a Heart attack is so high it's so high and people never think about that. They go, Oh, yeah, but they'll they'll let me out. And they're like, Yeah, but, but what you're doing by restricting the oxygen, you can really, really fuck your heart and fuck yourself. So I always say to people, I'm into light breath play to the point where I'm never going to turn red or blue and or anything, it's never going to get to that point. But there's some people who really, really go for it and it oh, it scares me. But again, if people know what they're doing and, and are comfortable with the person and are are willing to go for the risks because that is their kink, yeah. go for it. Just be safe.
0: Yeah. I'm percent As long as he's safe. Yeah. And look, you've got to give Cody props for remaining completely calm. Mm-hmm. He did the right thing. He removed the danger and then he had his pentacle
1: yeah. yeah.
0: And as he said himself, it kind of came from a similar experience he
4: had. Mm-hmm. Let's have a listen before choking jackson out the way i did i had had that exact thing happen to me where i was in a scene where i was suspended but i had a collar that was tighter than the arms and the legs so i was slightly lent into the collar and just after a little bit i just well i blacked out That's exactly what happened but i've watched a video of it happening so i know what happened but my whole body just you see just my whole body just limp immediately and being able to watch that and understand what happened because i've experienced it means that i feel like i knew what i was meant to be doing and knew what what to how to fix it because that dom managed that really well and i would hope that i managed it at least okay enough that you know everyone was okay it's not something that's traumatized me so you definitely no, because i'm still choking yeah, you so you're not yeah, traumatized yeah.
2: Yeah, so he, he knew what to do in that situation Because of his own experience Yeah So which was good So whilst it was bad that it happened to him He used that experience to then help with this situation So, you know, there's always some sort of, you know Silver lining to a bad experience Yeah
0: Yeah, it brings us back to the whole: As long as you learn from it And clearly he did Even though he wasn't the person who did the choking in the first place He was able to save the second scenario
2: Yeah, from what he went through Yeah, agreed
0: So props to Cody for that one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't think a collar would do that, but I guess...
2: Yeah, anything that's on the neck.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's why you just can never be too careful. Yeah, agreed. I mean, yeah, it's like, I mean, even thinking of like, like how often like, you know, people pass out in like corsets and everything. I mean, well, like back when like, you know, every woman would wear a corset, like that would always like make them... Lose their breath and just mm. the constriction of all of that. And you have to take more shallow breaths and yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I suppose I've done a couple of videos where I'll have the neck hogtie. Like so, and even though it's not super tight, I can only do it for like those five or 10 minutes that I'm filming. And then it's like, nah, get it off. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I would pass out, but I don't feel like I'm getting as much oxygen as I need.
3: Yeah.
0: It goes into an uncomfortable territory. Mm-hmm. I've never let it go into an unsafe territory. Yeah. But I, there's that risk. You
2: just got to know the risk. Never,
0: never leave anyone, even for a fucking second, unattended if you've got something around the neck.
2: Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, yeah, so uh, this one is
1: from uh, Dean, um, also known as a bondage guy switch. Okay, so his story is, my ex put me in a straitjacket with my legs spread and tied to a door while I was muzzled and tape gagged. Um, the sun was shining through a window onto me, which was fine until it got hotter and hotter. As I was gagged, it was harder to communicate. And then I just kind of lost control and
2: panicked. Fortunately, I was easily untied and just jumped into a cold shower. So that reminds me, obviously, what I was talking about earlier when I was overheating and I panicked. And that uh, again, it goes back to what we said before, discussing signals beforehand um, with the person when you're gagged there has to be some sort of signal you give someone whether it's with your hands or your eyes or three grunts or something you can communicate so the person knows right he's just done three grunts I know that signal is get you out immediately and again try your best when you're in a, a position check your surroundings check open a window have some air con on have fans on if it's too hot don't do it that day or do a tie where you're you're naked or you're not going to overheat yeah Um. obviously when I was in that sleep sack it probably wasn't the best position to do when it was a heat wave outside you know I learned from that mistake Uh. and equally with this guy you know getting tied up in front of the sun being beating in on him probably wasn't the best thing either but they've learned from that mistake as well so going forward they'll know right let's check what our surroundings and the atmosphere is like is it too hot in this room to do this kind of position and have better communication going forward yeah
0: yeah 100
2: yeah save the heavy
1: stuff for winter <laughs> yeah it's like this is like exactly like why the thought of like mummification and sleep sacks and stuff like that doesn't really appeal to me because i'm like i know i overheat very easily like it's like i i grew up in texas like it, it gets you know it's so fucking hot there that mm-hmm. during spring and summer i i have had like heat stroke like several like different times and things like that or or fainted or something like that just because it's hot and Hmm. so the thought of putting you know me being in any kind of situation where i'm not only hot but i also can't do anything about it like i can't take anything off i can't you know like stand near a fan or something like that like that is that just sounds horrifying to me
2: well mummification is not for the faint-hearted um Because it is one of the most restrictive, you know, positions you can be in. And, you know, there are ways of doing it without, you know, layering. But the most common way is to be naked or in your underwear with saran wrap or cling film, plastic wrap before and then duct tape. Which basically means your body has no way of releasing its its heat, especially if you go full on like extreme with your whole head. It is very very hot so when you yeah. the tape comes off it literally just peels off your body but it's then so yeah. easy to overheat and people forget that if they've never experienced it before they sometimes don't take that into consideration that you're basically yeah. cooking yourself
0: <laughs> yeah basically well okay one definitely saves the mummification for the cooler months <laughs> but genuine question would you rather overheat or would you rather have hair ripped out
2: as someone who's had both, as I'm sure you all have as well, mm-hmm. I'd rather... Oh, it's a difficult question. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, over is more dangerous, I would say. Yeah. But the hair is more painful. So <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: yeah. Okay, at
0: the time of recording, this is a new video. So when I do mummification, obviously, normally I go the cling wrap, the duct tape, and usually by the end of it, I can like, move around freely because I'm so fucking sweaty and you just yeah. cut it and it's like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm free mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, well, it's going into summer I think I'm going to get really sweaty anyway Screw it, skip the saran wrap I'll wear a singlet and some shorts
3: <laughs>
0: That was a big mistake So whilst I didn't overheat,
2: it stuck to me like a bitch I mean, I got a good video
0: out of me trying to get loose Yes, yeah, so
3: if
2: anyone anyone is listening to this and wants to do a mummification Sammy's just uh, explained how not to do it <laughs> <laughs> well, look If you're worried about overheating
0: It is a way of doing it It will just hurt like a bitch coming off No,
2: no, no Never do it
0: <laughs> <laughs> If you have no pain threshold It's fine, but don't do it
2: When I did it I did it fully clothed And did it without cling film So the tape went straight onto my clothes I wore light clothes And I was. I didn't overheat as much But it, it felt more restrictive Because you didn't have the The slippiness of the saran wrap beforehand <laughs> But yeah the, Even when I get tape on my wrists Or, or on my ankles Or on my hair It hurts like a bitch because I am a hairy bastard And, you know, tape is never fun coming off Let alone your whole body When I saw that you did that I was like, what are you doing, Sammy? That's going to be
3: (laughs) sore
0: That's the best part Because I I have the video of me getting taped up as well And I'm like, I probably don't need the I've got clothes on I probably don't need it And then it's like, there's the getting out of it contrast Where I'm like, Ah, son of a cunt, it hurts
2: Yeah Yeah Never Never do that (laughs) So Yeah
0: It's a good It's The video is there As a good lesson to people What not to do Yeah But it's interesting What we just saying? Suck it up At the point of people Yeah that's on your head That's on your hair Not your full body No I agree I agree Because I find when I have tape memories It does hurt coming off But I mean it hurts up here But I guess because we're so used to it It's fine But here No it's It's a different pain Yeah
2: And your head Your head Hair is so different From your Your body hair Your body hair
1: yeah okay
2: like even saying that like when
1: when I did a gag request for for struggler like when he wanted me to like you know wrap tape like under my chin like up over my head like that, like just feeling tape here was so different like I'm so yeah. used to feeling tape all around here on my face I've
2: never felt tape here before and it fucking hurt coming off what like, I wasn't expecting well, under your chin yeah yeah because you're not used to it so whereas all the other parts of your, your head you're kind of used to the sensation yeah but pubic Hair on your face And on your body Is so different Because it's How it comes out Of your body Is so different To the hair on your head And yeah Rip and tape off You can cope with it A little bit From your hands And your wrists But yeah. your full yeah. body No, 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 no Yeah <laughs> So I don't frequently I, I do occasionally Go like underneath And all the way around
0: But I regularly Do just a strip Underneath Yeah
2: Yeah, yeah same
0: I don't know my hu- It's kind of ruined Because my husband Calls the one Wraparound Like the sick Victorian child mm. Which is a reference <laughs> To the good play The cute guy was like, she's like, oh, it's a sick Victorian. He looks like a sick Victorian child. I just want to feed him soup. Ruined it. And now he calls it that. (laughs)
2: Um, Oh, way to ruin a scene.
0: I know. But then he'll like just the strip underneath, he's like, he calls it a smiley. He's like, you want a smiley? Shut up,
2: sweetheart. No, I I do like the strip underneath, yeah. I love you, but
0: stop ruining it. Yeah, he's (laughs) ruined. Yes.
2: The next one is from OJ, also known as Obant Bondage Second. And he says, I only met up with this guy once and I told him about bondage and that I like it. He said he's fine to try it and he likes glass dildos if we would try putting both together. He was tied to the bed and I put his favorite glass one inside of him and he started to bleed. Ugh! I felt awful, but he said it happens and not to worry about it. It kind of killed the mood for me, but he wanted to finish and then on a side note, he said it was basically a solid glass tube with a swirl around it going from just under the tip the handing bit at the bottom. So I, I kind of can picture what that kind of dildo's like, the glass ones. Yeah. So you basically put it inside this person and it what broke or he just couldn't handle it. I mean, my asshole just now was just clenching because I'm like, oh, that's my idea of hell.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm not king shaming anyone. Oh, fuck. I didn't even know glass dildos existed before I read this story. Yeah. But yeah, no, nah, sorry, not for me. Like,
2: oh. And glass butt plugs are a big thing as well. I mean, yeah. apparently the, the sensation is really good, but the, the, element of the fact the risk of that breaking or oh no, I wouldn't like a trip to A and E and explaining that. No. Oh my god! Oh, it's funny.
0: I know when. Apparently, I've heard this story secondhand. Obviously, uh, when my mother was pregnant with me, she was there in a hospital or doctor's office with my grandmother, and they could hear from the next room. This guy has shoved a bottle up his ass and got it stuck or and it broken, and oh. oh, and he's like, he's complaining about it. The doctor's like, well, "Why the fuck did you do it?" Like, okay, I'm
1: paraphrasing, but yeah, I'm like li- living with a nurse. It's like yeah, like you, you, you find out how common people like shoving bottles up there and then they shove it up the wrong way like oh
3: disgusting
1: this upcoming story
0: contains a special warning from
2: Gaz oh my god you need to warn people before you say that as well my penis just went into my body (laughs) listen at your own risk
0: oh actually I've got a funny one so someone it's not this isn't my husband's story someone else he knows it is an ER nurse (laughs) They shoved a pencil up there You have through it fucking broke And I had to have surgery to get it out
2: Oh my god <laughs> You need to warn people Before you say that as well My penis just went into my body <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god Oh what people would do When they're horny <laughs> Oh yeah Like
0: obviously Sanding is a big thing And hey If you're using The right equipment That's cool But Oh no You just gotta Know the risk people And be careful Like if you're willing To take that risk Look that's on you I Yeah I don't support you Taking that risk But I'm not gonna Judge you
2: for it But like I like what OJ said That would take me Completely out of my ah oh, yeah My hornness And I'm good on him for, for continuing to To finish If he did finish Because I don't think he, he says it But I I wouldn't be able to Whether or not The person I was playing with was was went, wanting to continue I wouldn't Because it would just be a, a, An end for me Yeah <laughs> But each to their own Each to their own
0: <laughs> Yeah
2: Alright So the next one's a bit
0: It's similar to Kiki Nuts story In a way It's a bit on the seedy side And just creepy
2: Oh To so prepare yourself
0: Yeah The next one is submitted by Mike Northern Surf Another top Aussie bloke (laughs) He says A long time ago I met this guy Who wanted to tie me up Then he told me his fantasy Was to have sex With someone who was unconscious I said no thanks But when he tied me up He tried to drug me With some crap on a hanky Mm. Luckily he was terrible at tying So I got out with a good struggle I was really pissed off It put me off meeting And exploring bondage kink For a few good years And gave me total trust issues Now I only get into it With people I know
2: I mean, I really hope that guy still isn't out there on the scene because, again... He was trying to rape him Basically He was trying to drug him To then Make him unconscious I mean that just makes me Feel physically sick Yeah
0: Like okay I think Kiki Knight's story Is worse But the guy in this story Is worse Yeah Yeah
2: Yeah.
0: Okay That that Dom Fucked up And just I think assumed consent Whereas this one This is clear You've got You've been told no Yeah But you're still Going ahead with it
5: Like why
2: Yeah And this is the thing How many people Has he actually Successfully done that to Yeah And this is It's almost You know if that happened to me I'm not saying You know Mike Didn't do anything about it But I would feel It was my responsibility To report this person Whether to recon Wherever he was You know his profile was Or to the police You know I would just be like You know I don't need you To give you my name I want as anonymous However Mm -hmm. This is what happened to me. I was basically Almost um, drug raped What's it called? Date raped Date raped Yeah Yeah, it's basically After saying I didn't want to do it Like you said The other guy assumed consent So clearly didn't think He was doing anything wrong Clearly he was Mm -hmm. But this guy got, got told Know before The Mm. the established boundaries And he decided Consciously To ignore them That's what makes him Awful And needs to be Behind bars In my
0: opinion 100% I agree Here's the thing though He says it's A long time ago I didn't actually find out How long ago A long time ago is Mm. And Even like 20 years ago There was Not as bad 20 years ago But I could 30 years ago And before that I don't think it was that odd But there was this Stigma around it So On how many times In the past 90s and earlier Shit like this happened because there was these closeted gay guys who weren't going to report it, because then they'd be fucking outing themselves. And oh. yeah, I think it was nineteen ninety. I want to say nineteen ninety four. The last state in Australia decriminalized homosexuality.
2: Oh God,
0: like, and that wasn't not that long ago. Like the nineties was.
2: Yeah. Well, it still. I mean, it still, still doesn't make it right. I'm no. Yeah. I'm hoping you know. It, I wouldn't say I was hoping it was that long ago, but I would hope it would make me feel a little bit better if it was you know 80s and 90s, whereas if it was something more recent, it would it wouldn't say yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take a guess
0: and say it was around the 2000s just knowing yeah. this guy that yeah. a long time ago. I don't think it would be any I don't think it would be nineties, yeah, unfortunately. Um
2: I mean it's good that these people are willing to talk about it, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, 100 percent
2: No, know, it's 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 a good sign that they're they're willing to share that experience um with us. It's yeah horrendous as it is and triggering it, it's still yeah. good that they're able to talk about it
1: yeah and, and then okay but this it's kind of to the side but it's still relevant like there are some people who actually like being chloroformed and mm. like because I know someone who said that for a while he kind of got into consensual chloroform but then but then after he did it he realized like okay I don't like this like I don't like completely passing out and waking up you know on the floor or you know on a bed or something like that yeah and then he said like that's also dangerous like he, he even told me like if you're curious about it I mean, you can do it like once, just to see how it is. But he's like, don't do it more than that. Like, don't, don't, don't. And then also, I feel like don't get super into that because Hmm. you don't know if you might meet a sketchy person like this that will
2: actually take advantage of that. Like, yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, they can do anything to you when you're out because you won't remember it. Yeah, you know, they could rob you. They can, you know, do anything against your consent. It's scary. Hmm. To me, fake it. You know, pretend to be chloroformed. You know, pretend to. Pass out um, yep. you know, To me There's things like that That yes I've got a fantasy of it been chloroformed too But to me It remains a fantasy And always will um, I'm quite happily Act it out And pretend to pass out But I would never yeah. Do it But again I'll respect people Who want to do it But again Just be very very wary And know what you're doing
0: uh, yeah. Look I'll be honest I don't have a desire To necessarily try chloroform I I like the idea of it Purely for the fact That I just want to Wake up It's surprise bonding Like oh my god I'm tied up Like I wasn't expecting that
3: Yeah,
0: and chloroform seems like a way to do it. Am I going to try it? Ninety, I'm going to say ninety five percent chance.
2: No, yeah, I highly doubt I will. You just want to be able to basically be in a deep sleep and wake up tied up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but also if I was to try it, it would have to be like with my husband or like someone I trusted one hundred percent. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. If it came up, I would do it with one of you guys. Would I do it with someone I've spoken to for like two or three months on Instagram, like that or like a person I've met once or twice on Grinder? Probably no. 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 Probably not. No. Definitely not actually.
2: But also you don't know how your body's gonna to react to things. This is still an illegal drug. Yeah. You know, your heart could stop you. just don't know yeah. how what's gonna happen. Then that person who's done it to you is going to jail. <laughs> Whether they meant it or not They're going to jail
0: Yeah that is also a big deterrent
2: <laughs> Yeah
3: you know.
0: And so what I was saying Like with it being Potentially a long time ago I'm not saying that Like that's any excuse But I'm saying These people Had sort of that power To be a bit predatory Because no one Was going to report it Yeah, yeah. Like they were fucking I, I've heard of stories Where they People would get picked up Like meet people Fucking in back alleys And get killed We had someone Who regularly Frequented gay haunts And was killing people Like in the 80s a well-known news reporter was murdered by a serial killer that way it's it's terrifying to think this shit could have gone on because no one was going to report it because they couldn't put themselves in that position
1: yeah well because it, it was a vulnerable community like so people yeah. were able to take advantage of that yeah. yeah
0: we know i think what everyone knows like
1: we are a lot more fortunate to be living as gay men in
0: 2020 than fucking 1980
2: in our countries absolutely we are yeah
0: but i think that's one thing that a lot of people don't think about is not just the homophobia, like we all think about the homophobia you'd experience Mm. back then Mm -hmm. but there was that added risk of you are so much more open to predators
2: and then people don't report it because they're like well Mm. they're not going to care or they're going to be because they're homophobic they'll be like well you deserve it because you're disgusting yeah yeah
0: i mean there's still that slight risk but
2: yeah but nothing you've got the support from a lot more people now yeah 100%
0: 100% like if you dealt with homophobic cops now Yeah You could go easily go to the fucking media And go complain higher up Yeah Whereas back then the entire hierarchy would have that mindset Yeah
2: So yeah thank you to um, to Mike for sharing that with us Yes And next is um, Struggler's Ridiculously Long way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. yeah. So up next we have a story from Struggler About why you should always trust your gut instinct Let's
5: have a listen. Okay, so my uh, not so great bondage experience um, happened quite a while ago. It was when I was living in London. And uh, I was in touch with this guy from Recon and I'd only chatted to him a couple of times and he'd invited me over to his place, you know, to get tied up and all the rest of it. And I don't know what it was, it was just something about kind of that I hadn't had that much communication with him and there wasn't that much interaction together. We'd only exchanged a couple of messages and something something in my gut instinct just kind of told me, this is not a good idea. Like maybe just don't do it and then one day i was you know super horny and i thought oh fuck it like what's the worst that can happen you know so i thought no i'm gonna go i'm gonna go meet this guy even though something inside me was saying mm, this is a bad idea and i thought shut up you i need bondage so anyway i went to go meet him i arrived at his house and he had the whole room kind of like set out with like a whole ton of stuff like loads of costumes and gear and ropes and gags and everything you know whole load of stuff up in his in his uh in his room and he had this this bed that was kind of particularly high off the ground it wasn't like a normal height bed it was one of those beds that's super high off the ground anyway so we kind of started getting down to it and you know instantly i kind of felt mm, the connection here isn't great i'm not really feeling the vibes but you know when in rome <laughs> get tied the fuck up and uh, so he started kind of going at it and he was like doing stuff like really tight and I was kind of making really clear signals that I wasn't particularly comfortable that i wasn't particularly enjoying it that much you know giving lots of kind of signs and signals that you know this isn't working for me and you're kind of you're not doing it right it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable more so than anything which is you know not what you want you want to be restricted you don't want to be uncomfortable to fuck like so anyway um he's kind of going along and i'm just right i'm kind of playing along with it And then next thing, he puts in this really intrusive butterfly gag. You know, one of those ones that kind of like, they go like inflate inside your mouth. And it was, he put it on wrong as well. It wasn't connected properly at the back. Everything about it was wrong, basically. Anyway, so the next thing, he had me kind of on his super high bed and um he had kind of like my upper body tied really tight and I was really really uncomfortable I was actually struggling to breathe and I was I was lying down on my front at this point and my hands were tied by my back and my chest was all tied up and this really really huge uncomfortable gag was in my mouth in an incorrect position it wasn't even incorrect you know so it was hard for me to fucking breathe properly I started to get a little bit freaked out and then and then he blindfolded me as well so I couldn't really see what he was doing with, with my legs so he had um tied each one of my legs to either side of the bed but because i was blindfolded i couldn't really see where i was or what was happening or anything like that as you are when you're blindfolded anyway he he disappears for a minute or two and i'm i'm lying on my front struggling to breathe and i'm trying to just get myself into a position where i can actually sit upright so that i could breathe properly so i've finally managed to maneuver myself upright you know after squirming and struggling uh, managed to maneuver myself in an upright position however the way that he tied my my either one of my feet to either side of the bed they were tied apart there wasn't enough give in the rope for me once i was trying to stand upright so basically when i hooched myself to, to get upright there wasn't enough space for my feet to connect to the floor so what happened was I flew backwards um off the bed, you know. Like when I thought I was standing upright, there wasn't any any space for me to touch the ground. So I just actually fell backwards completely, which was really, really fucking dangerous. So next thing I know, I'm like on the ground. I'm like, I, I've fallen, been flung off the bed. Um, I'm falling on the ground and I, I crashed into, well, I couldn't see what I crashed into, but it was like his cabinets. And then a whole load of books and like debris and shit just starts kind of falling on top of my head. And I'm there tied and gagged and really, you know, at this point I'm really, really scared. I'm really, Freaked out. I don't know if I've banged my head. I don't know if I've injured myself badly. All I know is I'm after falling to the ground, tied up and smashed into a load of things, and a load of crap has just fallen on top of my head. So instantly I'm thinking, okay, any normal person now is going to run over and straight away they're going to untie me and ask, Am I okay? And you know, reassess. And then he so he comes over, he starts just kind of like feeling me up a bit. And I'm just kind of sat there going, I just started giving all these you know, really intense signals. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I need a break, I need to stop, I need to stop right now. Or whatever, I was able to muffle through the gag and everything, You think he, think he took the gag off at that point. And I was just like, I need to be untied like right now. And he was there kind of like trying to like fill me up and stuff. I was like, who does that? Like who goes to fill someone up after they've crashed into a fucking cabinet of stuff? Like that is just fucking mad eventually you know so he unties me and then I run to the bathroom just to kind of like right I need to get my breath I need to catch my bearings I need to fucking you know figure out what I'm going to do now because clearly this guy is nuts you know someone who doesn't instinctively know to untie someone in that situation is not right in the head there's something wrong with them so I come back out I've kind of like realised okay I haven't actually really badly injured myself or anything it's just a bit of a shock Uh, I was lucky that I didn't crack my head open or something you know but he didn't seem concerned whatsoever he was just like yeah okay we're ready and I just said yeah listen i'm done now i think i'm gonna go home and then he really lost his shit he got really fucking annoyed at me he's like all this time i'm after getting like you know putting all this stuff out for you and getting all my stuff ready for you and you're like you're just leaving now you've only just got here and i was like listen mate i've just crashed into your fucking cabinet after the whatever bandy way you've tied me up and i'm not feeling it anymore so let's just leave it at that i actually was a little bit concerned for my safety at that point so i didn't want to engage in like a super um confrontational scene with him which I was really tempted to because I was really fucking angry but I was like no do you know what you're the only person that knows that you're here and you know this guy's clearly a bit unhinged if this is the way that he kind of operates so I figured do you know what just politely excuse yourself and get the fuck out of there. But he was really, really pissed. He was really pissed. And um that was a situation where I should have actually just listened to my gut instinct. Because, you know, your instincts will actually never steer you in the wrong direction. And had I listened to my gut instinct on that occasion, I wouldn't have. Wouldn't have got tied up in an awkward position and got flung off the bed and crashed into a load of uh, stuff. It's funny now, but it wasn't funny at the time. And then actually the worst part about it was, oh, because I was in such a hurry to get out of there. I'm actually worried that he's going to turn psycho on me and chop me up into a whole load of little pieces. <laughs> <laughs> when I was picking up all my stuff in a hurry, I left this really, really fancy, expensive collar that somebody had bought me, especially made to measure to my neck and everything, like a posture collar. It was really hot. And uh, I sheepishly had to go back to him a week later. I was like, um, I think I've left my collar there. I'm really sorry. Can I please get it? <laughs> He's at the end, he was so annoyed. He just left it outside the door and said, you can pick it up outside the door. I was just like, that's fine. Didn't want to see your face anyway. <laughs> Listen to your gut. That's the takeaway, key
4: takeaway point.
2: Yeah, so I have lots of um opinions about this, but I have to be careful what I say because I don't want to upset Struggler. <laughs> but what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? No, but we're all guilty of being so horny and going onto an app and being like, do I meet this person that I don't really know? But my God, I'm so gagging for a gagging. You know, I really want it. How bad can he be? But he didn't listen to his gut and he went back more than once, you know, and it was, uh, yeah,
0: he only went the one time
2: Well, except we went back No, I mean, you know, he continued the session Even though, okay, yeah. you know, alarm bells were ringing throughout it Yeah But no, in, in answer to his question in, in his um his story there No, it's not normal for someone to, to want to continue playing After you have fallen and had an accident No, that just means the guy is clearly psychotic
0: <laughs> Yeah, a little bit Yeah And as I think I said to Struggler when he sent me this story If anything, The fall was fortunate Because it gave you That fucking out Yes
2: You're right Yeah Yeah.
0: Like if he had Stayed there Gone into heavier bondage Who knows What could have happened Yeah You got that out You got your stuff back Yeah
2: And like we said He's learned from that He knows now Going forward To trust your instinct Because nine times out of ten It's correct Think with the right head guys (laughs) Yes I like that (laughs) (laughs) Yes
1: Have a wank next time Yeah Yeah I mean, there were times, like, since, you know, I just got out of a long relationship that was really sexually unfulfilling, and I just moved to a new city, and there was kinky people everywhere, and all of that, like, Yeah, like there were times when I just started thinking like, okay, am I am I too hasty about like what I'm doing? Am I too horny that I'm not thinking clear, you know, clearly enough if something seems like really convenient? Yeah, and all of that. And I mean, luckily, nothing, you know, nothing bad has come from any of that. But I mean, it's always good to just Yeah, like, you know, number one, take your time and feel somebody out and make sure that okay, this person seems safe. And then also like, yeah, trust your instincts. Like,
2: yeah, which you know, when you're your younger self, there's lots of things you'd want to say back to your younger self. Um, <laughs> like what the hell were you thinking? I mean, I told I think I told the story to you guys before my first time I was on where I arranged a kidnap when I was very very young. Yes, you know, pre pre 18, and I arranged someone I'd never met before, and I was just very very lucky that the guy, um, was sane and he taught me a lesson and said, you know, I could have been anyone, and you just met me without knowing who I was. Blah blah. blah. And I was just, again, even though I was very young, I was thinking with the wrong head. I was like, oh, I'm excited, but I could have easily have been killed or I could have easily have went so wrong. Mm. So I learned from my mistakes, but we're all kind of guilty of it. And some people maybe are not as lucky um, as we've been.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I 100% agree. I fucking put myself in very stupid situations. Yeah. yeah. I got incredibly lucky. Not at 14, but early 20s, like 1920. You there. I didn't say I was 14. <laughs> I <laughs> believe we haven't on type.
2: Oh,
3: damn. <laughs> I was
2: so young. I told you that I met this person from the Captured Guys forum. And I was, I was young. Let's just say I was, I was under 16. And we actually arranged for him to kidnap me. And I got the biggest lecture ever from this guy. Oh, he no. said, you know, I could have been anyone. I could have killed you. And I, when I saw your post, I thought this person is going to possibly be unlucky so he felt like he it was his responsibility to reach out and he said because he knew i was just a horny boy that i was i might end up getting in trouble you know i was very young and i was just lucky that he did it and he was like there you go i've ticked that box for you that'll do you until you're old enough (laughs) oh dear dear. (laughs) started young
0: (laughs) it was a taste and yeah, you were too young to do it, but you, it gave you that taste and hopefully you learned from it at a
2: young age. Yeah. And as I said, I, I have a lot to, you know, thank that guy for because he yeah taught me how dangerous what I was doing was and it gave me a wake up call. So I'm very, very, I'm grateful to him
0: yeah you got this experience at that age you in theory you didn't meet a predator at 17 18 because yeah you learned that lesson young so yeah you think fuck why what was i thinking but it worked out well it worked out well for you you've learned from it
2: yeah this guy saw that i was clearly underage and didn't know what i was getting into and didn't do anything sexual but he gave me that kind of experience by just tying me up kidnapping me for 10 minutes and then said look They've given you what you wanted But you don't realise the internet is filled with psychos And yeah. you're lucky you didn't meet someone Who abused your horniness Yeah Because so I don't even think I had done anything sexual Even to myself when I met him I just didn't know what I was doing So again I was very very lucky
0: Yeah So okay When in Rome Get tired the fuck up But <laughs> go with your gut Yeah
2: Yes <laughs> Listen to your gut Not your cock <laughs> <laughs> we have so many sound bites for this episode <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right guys that's
0: the end of tonight's show we still have more ground to cover because of course we do so we'll be back next week with gaz uh, until next time i'm semi
2: and i'm nat
3: thank you guys for joining us you're welcome we really appreciate it all uh, right see you next week guys bye